I feel like for a new agent, you know, let's say they sell a referral client or a lead client, but it's their first sale. That money made goes into their personal account and they think that's spending money instead of that's business money, right? When you separate the two, if you had it on a business account and you paid yourself a salary, not all of that commission is spending money. A portion of that that you paid as a salary to you is that you're spending money and the rest is the business's money. So that's, that's the idea to it, having that, that separate account. Thanks for joining us this week on the Elite Sales Podcast. I'm joined in studio this week, John Background, co-host. We got several guests that we're going to be cycling through. Uh, we got Jean-Pierre Badon. What's up, guys? We got Jay, our man, JP. Uh, we got Andrew uh, Shumake. Say that correctly. I just want to pronounce the last name correctly. And we got Esmeralda Castillo coming on in just a bit. We also have Marlon Hernandez. We got Darren White. We got Coronado Jaro. Uh, Sing anybody? I don't know, Misha. <laughs> Oh, we'll get them on another time. All right. <laughs> but um, we got we got jam packed show for you guys today. But part of, part of what uh we want to do today is just kind of go through uh and review some some people's like takeaways from the LA Sales Council. We just came off a really great conference on Tuesday. Uh, we got a chance to hear from some of the top producers, top managers, uh, new agents, people at different stages of their career, and it was really refreshing. Uh, something we haven't had we haven't had really a bigger event since National Convention in February, right? Yep. Yep. So, you know, now we're now we're in a place that's it's great to be able to get around other people and learn from others, you know, get a chance to to, to share. So, JP, what would you take away from it? Um, you know, I took away and it was great seeing everyone there. And, you know, I had a lot of fun, but, you know, I I feel for a lot of the new agents, not feel for them, but I I enjoy seeing them there because, like, they could see all the struggles that previous agents have. And, you know, it's OK to struggle. Yeah. You know, it's not always the. Um, it's not always going to be like, what's it called? Like uh rainbows. And yeah. Rain, did you say that? And yeah, it's not always that. And it's good to see that it's okay to struggle. So I had a few agents reach out to me and they were like, Hey man, you know, I'm glad that I came, you know, I was able to see that you guys also have struggled in one point of your career. So, I mean, I'm, I love to hear that. You me know? Too. It's really good. It's really re refreshing. And that way they can have, you know, great expectations going into going into their career. Right know. It takes time, you know, just keep building your, your skill set, keep doing your thing, making your dials and everything works out. So what did, what did you train on? Um, well, I switched it up last minute. I know Trey asked me, he sent me a text message and it was, it was kind of funny. Trey's all like, JP, I want you to train. I'm like, on, on what? How to lose 70 pounds and gain it back. And he started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and Trey started laughing. He's like, I got you. I lost a hundred. I gained it back. It's all right. Cool. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, on the real, he told me um, to train on uh, how to fail forward. But then I started thinking like, realistically, you can't fail forward if you can't be coachable. So I was just thinking like, Hey, maybe I'll switch this over on learning how to be coachable. So I mentioned a few stories of, of different parts of my career where, you know, I had to be coachable in order to grow. I'll give you guys an example for those that weren't, that were not at the sales conference. You know, I, uh, I really respect Albert and Jack because Albert taught me how to treat agents well. And Jack taught me how to sell at the time because Albert wasn't really doing that at the time because he already had a big, big agency. You know, Jack, he listened to me do a live transfer and I had to be humble enough to take some criticism. So I hope that you guys in your business, you know, you can stay humble, take a little bit of corrective criticism and kind of adjust. 
because that little correction that he did, it helped me start writing a lot more business over the phone. So, you know, that, that was like a little game changer for me that I had to remember, you know, I'm still new in the game, even though I was writing business for a previous two years before he even made that little adjustment. So it doesn't matter where you're at in your business. If you've been here five years, 10 years, two months, if someone has information for you, they can help you listen. So that's what I took from, you know, and um, I hope that I portrayed that when I spoke to people at the sales conference is that it's okay to fail because we've all failed and um, just keep moving forward and keep adjusting as you need. I will look at, looking forward to you continue to be coachable because <laughs> JP actually came in today because he wanted to talk about his business. So looking forward to meeting with you after and going over some game plans to knock it out the park. Sounds good. You want to bring so on Andrew? Yeah, why don't we bring on Esmeralda in the meantime? Yeah. So right, appreciate thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Good job, right. man. That was a great speech. So Coronado, are you unmuted, my man? Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yep. All right. So first of all, I, I, was, I just want to say, uh, it was great, great hearing from you at the uh, at the conference. You know, you had you had. This is my first time seeing you train live, so that was a uh, it, it was it was really good. And I I just I just happened to say you were better. There was another annuity training. I I just said yours was just a little bit better. You know, just uh <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> I'm just trying to be nice, you know, because in case he watches this, but you know, yeah. no. <laughs> no, but it, it was really excellent training about about the annuity master class. You, you kept things very simple, and you know, it was a. Uh, it was it was really great to to to, to see because obviously we see you put up the numbers and then you know to to be actually be able for you to break down the process. I'm like, yeah, that that totally makes sense why he would be able to do that. Right. Yeah. So what what was your biggest takeaways from the uh, from training at the uh, conference or the conference overall? Well, the location was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> explain it. Explain it. Tell tell other people that weren't able to, to join us how to. Well, as, I mean, is is near. I, I've actually been there before. Uh, I've been at a conference there, but it was like probably like ten plus years ago. Mm-hmm. But you know, just going out there and looking at those uh, old planes or whatever out there, and and uh, you know, getting to see a lot of the faces. There's new faces. There's there's obviously other people that have been there. Uh, what I took away was just. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter, you know, your education level. It doesn't matter, you know, there's a lot of circumstances that people have, but uh, people always, winners win and and the other people don't, right? So, you, you know what the saying says, but um, I think if you have a true desire, uh, if you if you stay true to yourself, I, I think that you can do really big things in this business. Um, I'm, I'm in about, what is it, two and a half years or two years plus into FFL, I came from a different environment that was uh, very, very different. And I love the fact that I'm not being micromanaged here. That's one of the biggest things for me is we're all in the independence and elsewhere you're told that you're independent, but you're really not. And over here, uh, even just from like overhead and fees and things of that nature, uh, it's it's just incredible. We got, we have the highest comp in the industry. So, um, but it was interesting to listen to a lot of the, the, the new people speak. That, that's always exciting. You never know what they're going to bring to the table. And uh, I actually took a lot away from Marlon, too. Uh, I think Marlon was just on point with, with his message. So overall, I mean, I, I had a great experience. I, it was an honor for me to be able to speak up there in, in front of our, our peers. Okay. Well, so if, if you had to sum up what was the most important parts about the Annuity Masterclass, like if for, for people to take away from, from this short, brief period, like can for they me? start applying right away? Um, you know, FTM, man, you know, find, find, find the money. 
Uh, I'm, I'm really big on that. So when I sit down with a client, whether if it's, uh, you know, going to be final expense or whatever, whatever product I'm there for, mm-hmm. I'm always thinking ahead and I'm always planting little seeds along the process where I'm getting small yeses to at the end, come back with a big yes. Like, yeah, you know, I'm definitely open for you guys to take a look at my retirement plan. Maybe there's something that, that, uh, you guys can help me with. Maybe the, uh, maybe you guys can improve my situation. So uh, I think for me conveying that message, um, you know, I use a couple of examples like with the elevator and, and the, right. Uh, right. that was good. The escalator was a good example. mall. Right. Uh, also like I actually, um, I actually have a, I, I get a piece of paper and I turn it horizontal and I draw a line like like dotted line in the middle. And I actually draw like what the stock market looks like when it goes up and it kind of comes down. It comes like under zero and stuff like that. And I actually show people, look, when the market's going up, even if it's coming down, but you're, you're still on the plus side, you're making money. Uh, but when it hits, hits that zero, that zero uh, marker and it starts to go negative, your money's going to hold right there. So you're able to lock in all of your gains. And uh, the other thing about, you know, people, you know, I don't know, 55 plus, 60, 65 plus, my personal opinion, I don't think that they should be in the, uh, what I call the Wall Street casino, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we all we all, we all all know that it's manipulated and uh, you can make money in the stock market, no doubt. Yeah. But uh, for someone at that age, they've worked their entire lives to get to that point of whatever assets they currently hold. And it's it's it would be a big blow for them to take an 18, 23, 30% hit because it's going to take them seven, eight, 10 years just to get back to that same marker. So um when you start to explain that to people, there's a saying out there, it's not gonna it, um people don't don't people don't care how much you know, uh, they care how much you care or something like that, or whatever. until they know how much you care. <laughs> exactly, yeah. right? There you go. So she finished my sentence, but that's true. So I like to just, I like to be real with people. I don't want to go over there and be the smart guy with all these, you know, big words and right. come out with graphs and look at this and look at this and look at that. I I just like to keep things very ABC so that people can, um, you know, just more so get the concept mm-hmm. and I don't get in, I, I don't get too much into technicalities. I just keep things just, you know, even, even flow. Right. No, I, I think, I think I appreciated that about your training the most. It's just that it was really easy to follow. A lay yeah. person could lay person yeah. could just be like, oh, I, okay, I get it. Rather than like, let's jump into all the technical jargon. Let's confuse the hell out of these people. Exactly. So they get confused and not want to do anything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest thing is like you gave direct directions of like, okay, this is what you just asked. Who do you know that has this? Who do you know that has that? We just uh-huh. got to get agents to first just start asking, find someone that has an annuity availability to be transferred. Right. And then we'll take care of the rest. And yeah. So we just got to get agents get, getting started on how to do an annuity from there. Right? Yeah, just just start the conversation. I mean, I, I learned a long time ago: so closed mouths don't get fed. Right. So you have to you have to just you know open your mouth and talk about it. You may not be the expert, but you can say, "Look, you know, we we have experts in our company that can you know that we can connect you with, and uh, I mean, they can help you." Yeah. And one last thing: talk about the the, the story about the security guard outside when you're taking pictures. Oh. <laughs> So I actually went outside to, um, I was actually just going to take a selfie with, with the planes and stuff. And, you know, I was wearing a suit, obviously. And, and there's this guy out there, a guy from uh, Redondo Beach. He's there. I got to meet the guy. He was there with his little, little kid, little five-year-old little boy. And I'm walking out there. 
And the guy thought I was security. He's like, sir, I'm sorry. Like, are we doing something we're not supposed to be doing? I'm like, no, you're fine. He's like, uh, he's like, uh, do you work here? He goes, you look important. I'm like, no, I don't work here. I'm here for a conference. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, what kind of conference? I'm like, oh, well, we're, uh, we're brokers. We, we do life insurance uh, and we do annuities. He goes, oh, really? He goes, I've heard of those annuity things. I'm like, what? So he starts to tell me about his, his 401k from his ex-employer. Mm. And of course, that, that to me is like ding, Bingo. ding, 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 right? <laughs> and I'm out there to go take a selfie with this plane, you know, so I can post it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so we start to have a little conversation and I just, I touched on a couple of, couple of points and he goes, oh, he goes, that's really interesting. And then I, and then this is what I learned in my previous company. Cause you know, I did learn some good things there. <laughs> I learned that when, whenever you want to exchange information with someone, a lot of people tend to say, Hey, give me your number. So it almost seems like you're, you're, you're asking them for a favor to give you their number. Right. So what I do is I take out my phone. I was like, you know what? I was like, I was like, you have your phone. You let, let, let me give you my number. So I actually offered to give my number to them instead of me, them giving it to me. But when I take out my phone and I go like this, you guys can see my hands. Yep. When I go like this, it's like an, it's like an embedded command for them to just naturally reach for their phone. Subliminal. Yeah. Yeah. So then what I do is I just, I just pulled out my phone. So, you know, what? let me give you my number. And then um, the guy takes out his phone and then I say, you know, 626-862 and blah, blah, blah. And then I said, I said, go ahead and press, go ahead and press send. So I, I can see your, your number come. I can see, I can see your call come through. And that's what he did. So that's, that's how I got a contact. So I didn't ask him, how much do you have in there? Like my eyeballs, they didn't turn into, you know, money, money, uh, dollar signs or nothing like that. But uh, I mean, it was just like crazy how just that happened. That's pretty so, cool. How uh, Jedi, Jedi mind trick. Yeah. To give me <laughs> it's pretty cool though, that, you know, you talk about following the money and the money follows you. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's you know I've I've gotten plenty of no's in the past, and I'm I'm pretty much just like I already got my shield on. Like people tell me no, I'm like next. Like some will, some won't. So what next? So yeah. So uh, for people that are not getting enough no's, you're just not working enough. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So you kind of just got to build up this shield and just know that it's a part of the process. I mean, uh, baseball players, if they're hitting 300, they're they're being paid millions and millions and millions of dollars. And they're, you know, they're, they're hitting three, they're getting on base three out of 10 times. So what's wrong with us? I mean, you know, we get seven no's and then we want, we want to like go crawl under a rock and, and go into a cave and just, you know, feel sorry for ourselves. So <laughs> you got to just, you got to go out there and get enough no's and, um, and then the, eventually uh, the yeses will come. Well, awesome stuff. I'm really, really glad you, uh, you were able to to go up there and train you. I'm sure you helped a, a ton of people. And yeah, uh, I, got a lot, I got a lot of people that reached out. So uh, yeah, I'm actually still getting back to a few. <laughs> right. That's awesome. And, and we, we got a jam packed show with a lot of people today. So, I mean, I appreciate your time. We're going to have you back on to come in studio. Sure. So you can, you, you can go more extensively into the annuity training. I'm sure people Absolutely. will that. So remember, remember what Cornell said, FTM, write that down, FTM, find the money and then everything else. Someone to help you out with the rest of it. That's and right. Then, uh, and then more importantly, you know, stunt for your social media. Go out and take a selfie with some old dilapidated planes, and you know, go, and then uh, <laughs> some annuities. Maybe something will happen. Who knows? Exactly. So appreciate you, Cornado. All right, man. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right. So, Esme. Yes. How, how was the conference for you? It was nice, and like you said earlier, you know, it was a it was a good refresher. You know, I think it was very much needed. 
what's that? What's that cool people say? Uh, sometimes the conference needs you. Oh, yeah. Trace says that. Or you need the conference. Trace says that all the time. Sometimes, sometimes the meeting needs you. Sometimes sometimes you need the meeting. Sometimes the, the meeting, meeting needs, needs you. you. Right. I, I totally agree with. Yeah. So, I mean, it was it was nice. It was nice to see everybody. It was nice to get together. Top golf was dope, you know. Oh yeah. Um till we got cut off. I know. <laughs> Haters. I don't know why. Haters gonna hate. Yep. <laughs> no, but um one of my favorite speakers was uh Dave Anderson. You know, I, I like his style. He's blunt, cutthroat, you know, and um the biggest thing for me was the whole personal development thing, you know, understanding that who I am now is not gonna get me to you know, the next level. Right. Um, and then of course, Coronado's uh, presentation as well. I uh, came to the realization I was leaving money on the table, mm. you know, just by simply not asking these questions, you know, we're already on the phone with these clients. So let's get the policy submitted and then be like, Hey, you know, in addition to this, blah, 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 blah. You know? So those questions were really good. Thank you for that. Um, and then also too, uh, a big, uh, realization was that uh, Bruce, what's his name? Bruce Williams. Williams, Bruce Williams. Um, he mentioned about putting yourself on salary. You know, um, I think in order for me to really just produce at a higher level, like I already know I need to invest more, you know, and that's the problem. It's like, you know, everything goes into one account and you just start swiping, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, yeah. So, like, my goal is like, okay. 2000 a week, like, you know, putting in the work, putting, putting up the money, like there, there's no reason why, mm -hmm. you know, I, I can't get there. Like, so those were my three, you know, those are, those are, good takeaways. Yeah. And those are all very attainable things. Those mm -hmm. are things that you could take action on immediately. So mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. So you're, you're, you're setting your salary for 2000 a week or are we no, saying you're going to put 2000 a week oh. in leads? into leads? Yeah. Well, yeah how how big of a salary are you anticipating giving yourself? Shh. I mean, well, so assuming you're doing 2,000 in right. leads, what's your anticipation of production? To, way to back to, back to reverse engineer that. Yeah. True. True. Um, I I guess I haven't processed that. What's well, so, okay? <laughs> but put it this way. To be fair, like I'm literally at a point where I'm like, okay, like I don't need to buy anything. You know what I mean? As long as the bills are paid and that's something he went over. You know, like that's not all my money. Like that's the business. The that money belongs to the business. You know, yeah. and I think me separating that is really going to give me a good um you know, a good way to just keep things separate. Yeah. For those that missed it, what Bruce was saying before, it's like, if your bills at home outweighs your bills that you pay to your business. Exactly. You're backwards. You're backwards. <laughs> you're so, yep. backwards. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that part. <laughs> because you're not investing more into your business, right? Yep. So yep. if you were, if you got the game plan of spending $2,000 a week in leads, what's your anticipation of helping, helping families? What's your anticipation oh, of profit or return? 30, 40 families a month. You know, it's 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 not rocket science. Everybody that does that much in production, like they're spending two thousand to twenty five hundred. Like it's it's they all say the same thing. You know, it's not it's not the the information doesn't change. You know, it may come from different people and whatnot, but they're all doing the same thing. So that's just kind of where I'm at. Yeah, there was a lot of great speakers, and you guys you guys know what I what I learned from this. Mm -hmm. What thing I learned? What did you take away? Nothing. No, I mean. And I'm saying that facetiously, but I actually legitimately didn't learn anything new. Right. It wasn't like, it's like, oh, that's how you call on the phone or that's right. how you handle this objection. Yeah. It's like everything I heard, I've, I've, I've heard before it to some degree. I've heard, I've heard it by some, somehow, some fashion. So I'm like, 
it's nothing new, but the thing is, it still was a ton of value because you're hearing from different people and they have their own different perspective. You're hearing it for, at a different stage in your own personal life, exactly. or your personal career. Mm-hmm. So it means something different to you because absolutely it hits different. Yeah, absolutely. You know? yeah for me, it wasn't that I learned something new. It was me hearing the things that I knew that I'm not implementing. Mm. <laughs> it was like, I already knew that, but why am I not doing that? It's right. like, Trey said this before, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So these are the things like you, you, this is the important part about going to the sales conference. Sometimes, you know, you might be sucking yourself where oh, I'm not going to hear anything new. I already know everything. Well, just because you know everything doesn't mean you're applying everything. Mm. So it it takes another person to just say, this is what I'm doing while I'm successful. And then it, there's a light bulb in your head. And you're like, I knew that. Why am I not applying that? And why am I not successful? Right. Yeah. And you already knew to spend 2000. I know. Why haven't I been doing it? Right. <laughs> I it's just it's that, like I that light bulb. That, I heard that the first sales conference I ever went to in Phoenix, <laughs> you know, about, and it hasn't changed. I know. And it hasn't changed, but like you said, you know, you're, you're in a different stage in your career and you know, everybody has their own timing, you know? So, but from now, you know, for you to, to say that you're, you're going to do that, it's not a matter of skill or talent or anything anymore, right? Like Correct. everyone will have the same abilities now, but I think now at this point, it's a matter of you now have confidence to really make it happen versus what, before you're probably like, okay, 2000 is a big com- investment and commitment, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, I still remember the first time I bought leads, man, when I first joined the business, yeah, shakes. I did. <laughs> I literally, I typed in my credit card and then I was like, Backspace, backspace, backspace. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, 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 I'll, I'll, I'm going to buy leads tomorrow. And that's exactly what I did. You know, I didn't buy leads. And then the, I remember I quit my job and I'm like, okay, this shit just got real. Like, I have to spend these, I have to spend this money and, um, you know, buy these leads. So that's what I did. Now I got it's just going for it. Right. Just throwing yourself out there, having a leap of faith and, and getting to work, you know, so that's all. Well, you didn't get a train at this one. Are you looking forward to training on one of these future ones? Oh my God. I guess. You better make it happen because it's gonna happen in fall. We'll put you on schedule. Well, it'll be it'll be good. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it, um, I do want to focus on that personal uh development, you yeah. know, aspect. So getting uncomfortable. I, I don't like public speaking. Even really? coming on here, I'm just like, oh, no, you've helped me with this so much. <laughs> we'll put you on schedule already. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So cool. Well. We're, we're holding we're holding you accountable to them. So okay. I've already volunteered you to, yep. to speak at the next oh one. My so God. Whoever's in charge. You got to create a story. You better have some success and start. You'll be the first, one, right? be the first one to talk. I know. <laughs> All right. We'll do the intro. Trip. Well, appreciate you coming on, Sharon. Andrew, we'll, we'll swap you out in the meantime. And then Darren, I'm going to have you uh, hop on. Can you hear me? Can. Perfect. Well, first so of all, I guess- guys, I, I want to say I, I appreciate you flying all the way out from Oklahoma to to come join us and your training was, was amazing. It was, uh, it was, you, know, you could tell you put in a lot of thought into it and it was just, it, it hit really well for a lot of people. They really needed to hear that. So thank you very much for that. Appreciate it. Hope you're enjoying the video so far. Please make sure that you like subscribe, comment, anything to help us help support the algorithm so we can continue to bring you more valuable content and continue to be part of your lives. Also, if you don't feel that it's providing you that much support since you're already at this point, like, and subscribe anyway. Yeah. I spent the first, uh, hour and a half two hours that morning in a freaking runway in Tulsa Oklahoma <laughs> it sucked man I'm sitting there thinking crap I spent all that money on an airplane ticket to go to convention and uh the convention's already started I'm still sitting in <laughs> Tulsa you know I'm like this is crazy I, and and the more I sit there I didn't know 
like I knew I already missed my flight into to, from Tulsa to Dallas and from Dallas to LA. So I knew I'm sitting in the runway and I'm thinking, okay, the flight is leaving Dallas now to go to LA. <laughs> so, and I didn't know my connecting flight. If I'd even get to LA by the time that, you know, the conference might be over. So it's crazy, but you know what? I said, forget it. I'm just going to do whatever. And uh, I got there, got there right before lunchtime, got to see Marlon a little bit. He, he was killing it, man. Yeah, he was. Then, uh, so it's all right. Get, did good. And it's the Coronado in. Kill, I, I love the annuities talk. Um, so, you know, I got there, got to speak a little bit, had a good time. Spent, you know, probably seven, eight hundred dollars time it's said and done for a few hours worth of training. And and it was worth every freaking dime of it. I'd do it again. I'd do it again just to go around and be around people. And I'm looking at the uh, who's on here today. And, uh, you know, the numbers have gone down. And I'm, I'm thinking, man, this is free training that we do. I just spent $700, $800 to go fly to L.A. to be around you guys just for an hour or two. And, uh, you know, it's a few hours a day. Got to go top golf at night. But it's worth it. Man, if you're not going to conventions, if you're not going to conferences, if you're not if you're not getting on these podcasts that Albert does for free once a week, shame on you, man. That's ridiculous. You want to know why your business is not growing because you're not getting involved. You're not getting plugged in and you're not working. You're not doing it. So you've got to do this stuff. If I'm willing to spend 800 bucks, fly out there for a few hours, then what excuse do you have for not jumping on a podcast? You know, and that's the like old coach in me coming out, but it's, I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's just the truth, man. Um, Make them run some laps, there. You know, make them, make them run some laps. Yeah, I'm, I don't think I'm not. <laughs> Trust me. So, Sunday night, we've got our, we do our thing with the rock stars. Yeah. Um, and every Sunday night, I, I've got a, we bring in somebody different, you know, and speaks for a little bit. Albert was on a couple of weeks ago. We had Dave Witcher on last week. And, and, uh, but, this week, I, and, and actually the week before, because last week it was me, the rock star on there talking. But uh, this week I, I got on there and I told him, I said, forget, we're not bringing in a special guest this time. I'm going to require every one of my agents to get on this podcast and we're going to do a training uh, and we're going to retrain stuff that we went over and that I saw mm-hmm. at, at the convention in L.A. And uh, you guys need to be on here. You need to learn. And uh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the annuities. We're going to talk about um talking about opening up so i didn't know here's what's crazy is you know albert you guys heard me talk about uh, opening up your own business account because there's a reason why i said that right right it sounds like i missed somebody earlier right that talked about that same thing is that right did i miss that bruce williams i was talking so when i wasn't there it's already being talked about um so that's pretty cool i you know i thought i was i was shedding some new light (laughs) and and evidently i wasn't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> your, yours yours is yours is unique in your own way i mean yeah. i mean like there's a lot of people that i mean everyone theoretically sh- i mean everyone should have a personal account and a business account you should separate them out pay yourself right. a salary because that's how you take it seriously no it, it absolutely and i kind of learned that from dave witcher a while back he had told me that uh, he came down to seminole Oklahoma, and we talked about it and uh, so i've kind of picked up on it from that point but and we all as you said albert nothing nothing is new uh it may be new to us, but it's not new in the industry, right? It's been repeated and said over and over and over again. It's like when you finally pick up on it, like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And uh, that so opening a business made sense to me as far as the business account. You don't have to go change your into an LLC or none of that. Just have your money flow going to a separate account than your own personal account. That's all I'm talking about. 
have two two accounts at your bank. One's an agency account and have your money flowing into the agency account. And the reason why I said that is so important is pay yourself a salary. And I do it for two different reasons, but pay yourself a salary and make yourself a cheap salary. Some people out there say, I'll pay myself a salary and they get paid like a Sean Mike salary, right? They, they Everything they bring in is theirs. And I'm like, no, that's not running a business. Be smart about it. I said, pay yourself a minimum wage salary, you know, mm. so that you can bust your butt, but you stay humble and hungry. So you've got to earn yourself. The raises will come as you produce more. But if you're not putting money in an account to invest, reinvest in leads, then you're not doing it right. If you're spending all your commissions on yourself and paying your own bills and you're not leaving any business money to grow, shame on you. You know, you've got to do that. Yep. Um, you guys have any questions for Darren? No, that was good. I mean, the biggest, the biggest thing is why you want that, that second account when you get those commissions, this is what happens. I feel like for a new agent, you know, let's say they sell a referral client or a lead client, but it's their first sale. That money made goes into their personal account and they think that's spending money instead of that's business money. Right. When you separate the two, if you had it on a business account and you paid yourself a salary, not all of that commission is spending money. A portion of that that you paid as a salary to you is that you're spending money and the rest is the business's money. Right. So that's that's the idea to it, having that that separate account. Yeah. Plus, I mean, if you if you want to be like Esmeralda, you're going to commit to 2000 or 2500 a week in leads, which I mean, if you guys want to make some some money, if you commit to that, you're going to be fine. But if you put, if you say I got to have two thousand twenty five hundred a week for my leads, then if your your account's short on that, you realize, oh man, I got to go to work. Yeah, like it's not it's not it's not enough. So then it forces you to work, and that's just one way to start leveling up. And, yeah, and just to add to that, uh, Sean Mike's last last call or when he was speaking, he even had a third part, third account for for the chargebacks, where he's taking the thirty percent of the business's mm -hmm. money just on a chargeback account because he's expecting about 30% to fall off within a year. So it doesn't hurt him later on. Right. Albert, do you remember the very first thing I, I talked about was um, I said going from part-time to full-time because, you know, you asked me to talk about transitioning and, yeah. and we were talking about going from part-time to full-time. And, and a great joke too. Yeah. And uh, I threw a little joke in there. I didn't know if it'd it's go great joke. in LA. But tell, then, tell, you know, tell the joke again. I thought I'd make some ugly blank woman, wouldn't I say? <laughs> you, said it. you said i'm not trying to talk to you guys about transitioning from darren to darla <laughs> i said nothing wrong not there anything wrong with if i'd make some freaking ugly lady i promise you so i'm not gonna go there. Um, but anyway but talked about going from part-time to full-time and um there was one thing that this is the reality i really got thinking about it after trey told me to talk about it there's only one difference in why people are part-time when one full, why other people are full-time. It's only one thing. You can say whatever you want. Um, it's leads. The word is leads, right? So that's the only thing. If you are buying leads and you're buying enough leads to go full-time, you're going to work those leads, right? So if you're buying enough leads, you're going to either be one of two things, either you're stupid, lazy, or, or, or you're working, right? Because if you're not, if you're not stupid, you're going to work those leads or if you're not scared to work them. But if you got leads, you're going to work. And what comes with work? Activity and what comes activity? Money. The money will follow the work. The money will follow activity. If you're buying leads, it forces you to go to work. And if you're going to go to work, you're going to make the money. FFL has proven that we have the system in place. The comp is high enough. 
as long as you're working the leads, you're going to make the money. But what's the difference between a non someone who is part time? They're not buying leads. Uh, you call it what you will. I'm telling you straight up. If you're part time, it's because you're too freaking cheap to buy leads. What is cheap? You guys heard me say it. Cheap is ugly. All right. So if you're if you're being cheap, you're part time. But if you finally you believe in yourself and you say, I'm, I'm going to go full time, I know I can do this. You buy enough leads. That's the difference between part time and full time. Right. It is. I started, Albert, I went from being cheap, not being cheap, but really I didn't have the resources around Oklahoma to, to get the leads that I wanted. So I was forced to be part time because the lead flow that I liked wasn't coming in consistently enough to make me full time. Right. right? So I, I had to do something different. So once I get a different lead flow going, now I've got plenty of leads while I'm spending the money, but that's all right. It's keeping me busy. And you've seen now I'm up to like three, number three on the leaderboard. I hadn't been there in a couple of years. Yep. Well, it's because I'm spending the money. Spend the money, the money will flow, I promise. Yeah, no, you, you went from not having enough leads to all of a sudden, like, I'm taking all of them. And then you took all of them. And then, <laughs> and then I mean, we, we learned a little from that, but you know, hey, that's all good. Yep. Yeah, I'd, ra I'd rather make I'd rather people make mistakes because they're too aggressive about their business than than just sit back and and consistently be way too conservative and and just like be be fearful of just like starting it because you don't want to commit to anything because you'll never get anywhere in life with that because you're just gonna get stuck wherever you're at and time will pass you by and you'll get older and not worth it. Absolutely. So, hey, but but for 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 everyone, I mean, the, the level of commitment that Darren put in, like he like he wow. got stuck in a, a, a thunderstorm. You know, he showed he 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 got up at two thirty the previous morning. He flew out here, and then uh, he after a couple of delays, and he ended up here right before the uh, right before his portion where he trained right before lunch, and then and then we hung out a little bit afterwards and we went to Top Golf, and then I you know asked where he was staying. He was going to fly back in the morning, so I actually took him to the airport so he can he can just hang out in the lounge and take a nap, which ended up being closed. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about that. I was like, it's probably close in the middle night. <laughs> but, but from from Top Golf to LAX, it's it's literally like three three miles. Yeah, it took me forty five <laughs> minutes to take Darren. Which Jeez. I was I was like, I should have sent his ass in an Uber. You know? but, <laughs> however, no, I had joked with Esmeralda about that, but I'm like, no, actually, no, that was actually a really good thing because that longer that period that we had, I actually got a chance to sit in there and just talk to Darren. We got a chance to catch up because you know I appreciate him coming all the way out here and like Darren's a guy that I will always do anything for because you know just the, the level of commitment. He has to himself, to his agency, and to this business. Like, I'm always going to have love for people like that. So, appreciate you, Darren. Thank you, Albert. Thank you, guys. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. You, you know, yeah. um, we'll uh, we'll have you back on your own shortly, and you'll have more of your funny stories to share with us. Sea biscuit. Appreciate <laughs> you, Coach. Yeah, appreciate you guys. <laughs> All right. All right. So we got Andrew Shoemake in the house joining us yes. from. Yes. So I live here. Actually, I don't live here. I live in Florida. Um, I flew out here for the convention, the, the conference, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm on JP's team. Yep. Um, and I will say, if you're a new agent, you must go to these conferences. Right. That's what I will say. Okay. And how long have you been with FL now? Six months. Six months. Okay. Cool. So he flew across the country yeah. for, for, a, for a training. But he's also getting some good training out here with Absolutely. JP and Esmeralda. They're, work, they're right. working together. So. But I just want to give you a soft intro because I just want to get Marlon on here. Then we'll, okay. we'll wrap up yeah, with no you. Problem. Marlon, you you on, my man? Yes, sir. What's up, boys? What's up, Marlon? So Marlon, What's going Marlon, on? Marlon was the uh, second best dressed guy at the comp. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> no, I, actually, right. I, 
That's I, what I would are. agree with that ranking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll never beat you. I mean, no, no, no. Marlon was looking sharp, like sharp, like a tech. But I mean, actually, and I was, I was gonna say, I actually really enjoyed uh, having an opportunity to just dress up in a suit again. You know, like it's yeah. like we're all virtual. Same. And, you know, it's, it's, it's like it's a nice change of pace. It's good to always uh, make sure that, you know, you stay healthy, that you still fit your suits. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, these tailored suits will hold you accountable because we tailor them when we're in shape. And then, you know, we don't have conferences or conventions to go to. So you <laughs> and you're doing all telesales, too, right? <laughs> yeah, I was talking to a Coronado and Ivan. I think we're talking about shoes and we're talking about how we only dress up for these kind of events. So. I did miss them and it was, it was fun, you know, to, to go and, and, you know, attend and, and see everybody and learn. So I'm glad I went for sure. And yeah, joke, I'll joke aside. It was really cool to see everyone like dressed up and I was just like, cool. I'd love when people take pride in themselves because, you know, they, they see this as like a business opportunity mm-hmm. rather than like, I'm going to show up my sweats to, to go to a training, <laughs> to go to a virtual training. And, uh, but, but Marla, you, you, you killed it with the uh, live transfer training. I, I was like, I was like, this is really like detailed stuff. I mean, you were, you were, you, uh, you gave people all that you gave people the, uh, the, the pros and cons of it. I mean, so how, how was the training on that topic? This is your first time training on that, right? Yeah. First time training on that. And I'm glad to hear that. Um, cause you know, being up there, uh, you were a speaker too, and, and Coronado as well. And Darren, like, we don't know if we're making any sense to anyone. <laughs> like I'm over there talking and people's expressions are, I don't know. So just to hear the feedback is really good. And um, yeah, first time training on that topic. And it's really what I've been doing. And I just wanted to, you know, treat everybody as if they were on my team and, you know, make it very clear as far as like new agents, I wouldn't do this right now. Like, don't even try. And of course, I had a few people after the meeting, like, you know, uh, ask me like, you know, hey, should I start? And I was like, well, do you have 20 states? And they're like, no, well, no, you shouldn't yet. You know, like obviously talk to your upline. I'm not your, you know, direct upline. And, and you know, if you and your upline agree to it and you've got a lot of money, sure. But for the most part, um, you know, that's going to be a, a rule across the board. But no, it was really fun, man. Um, I got up early, you know, Tuesday morning. And I, you know, I think you and I operate very similarly, Albert, where we can't necessarily, we can't read off of a phone and, you know, we just don't, we don't, we don't function that way. Like I lose my train of thought. And, you know, that morning I just put it together and, you know, I'm, again, I'm glad that, you know, it helped out even a little bit. No, it, it, it definitely did. And, and you also brought, you also brought, you know, some guys from your team and you guys, you guys got a chance to hang out with us at Top Golf, And then you guys were able to mastermind a little business plan. Cause you know, you got people from different parts that you wouldn't see normally. So, I mean, how, how helpful is that part? Um, I mean, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome to be, you know, in an opportunity to where we can do stuff like that, to where I can do stuff like that. And my team, my teammates are willing to do stuff like that. I, it's just really fun to work with people that are like-minded. Um, it's, it's easier, you know, it's more smooth, um, you know, when you find those people and, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just really cool to be able to do that. You know, I saw you do that for a lot of people and not to be in a position like, hey, bro, if you, you know, and obviously I make it fun and I make it competitive and I make it based off performance. Like if you hit X amount of AP, your Airbnb will be taken care of your flight, you know, and, it, and it's cool to see that some people will rise up to the occasion and take advantage of that. And, you know, once they do, they'll make sure that they get, you know, everything, <laughs> they can, you know, once they're here, which I love, you know, because yeah, it's worth it. This is all about performance. And, and, 
you know, one of my things is like, hey, if I'm going to make a lot of money, like I want to also invest back into my team a lot, you know, whether that's a nice dinner, a nice Airbnb in Hollywood or whatever the F it looks like, you know what I'm saying? Like these are, I was just watching a video, Sean Mike talking about, you know, managers making overrides and whatnot. Like, you know, we want to, we're here to serve. This is essentially what we signed up for. So I'm just, I'm just really blessed to have people that are as hungry um, as we are, because that's one of the things, you know, we're all talking about like, you know, what we learn and stuff. And for me, I mean, honestly, it's, it's always dreadful to get invited to one of these things and be a speaker. It's like, Oh, like, you know, I got, I got to go and I got to speak. I got to dress up. But you know, once it, once you're there, it's like, Oh yeah, this right. is why, you know, I should always come because there's always more to learn. And, you know, one of the things that I was really glad to hear was just Trey talking about um, the ratio of you will, which I first heard like Nick Ayala. I don't know if he's still here, but he, he talked about this in the first conference I ever attended in LA where it takes 10 hires to get one solid agent. Trey's numbers were the same, you know, and just hearing that is like, all right, cool. Like this business doesn't change a whole lot. Like obviously, yeah, we're always adapting and adjusting like, you know, lead vendors, products, all that stuff. But as far as like, you know, recruiting wise in that aspect, like it was really, uh, it was just reinforcing to hear like, all right, we're still on the right track. We just got to hire a lot more, you know? So um, that was one of the main things for me. And, you know, again, just once you're always there, just learning and, and coming, you know, open-minded, it's, it's just good. You're just going to get better. Right. Well, Marlon, I think, I think I've told you this before, but like guys like Marlon and John and JP and all these other guys that have, uh, like, I, I mean, I like, I like to take care of my agents whenever I can, you know? So Marlon's one of those guys that I, that I always look at, like he's living out that dream, you know, that the, the thing I'm trying to put in place of just not just being good enough for, to take care of myself, but to be able to take care of those that, that, that need some help along the way, those that are working for it and those that are, you know, participating in the right things. Cause like Marlon's actually one that reached out to me. He's like, he's like, Hey, shoot, you want, you want to take, take people out to dinner after the uh, event or do, or get a little get together or something. I'm like, I'm a cool. I'm like, let's, let's do top golf. And you even, you even offered to pay for half of it, which I appreciate that. I, I was never going to let you do that, but I, I appreciate the job. I don't, I don't think Bobby let us do it. I don't know. I mean, to Bobby was just, yes. Bobby was on it. Like I, I try to sneak in 30 shots of green tea, but Bobby <laughs> beat me to the punch. He's like, Hey, you're not doing that. Well, well yeah. Shout out to Bobby from America. Bobby, Bobby Bridges from America. For real. For real. I love you. Yeah. He, he actually hit his limit that night. <laughs> so, uh, it's crazy. What? He hit, he hit limit. expense limit that night. So, uh, oh yeah. yeah, I think we passed that a little bit. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, but, but that was kind of a really cool thing. Cause like, you know, I, I was, I was fully intending to pay for, pay for the whole thing. I just wanted to invite Bobby. I, I was not expecting to pay for it. And he's like, he's like, no, I'm going to come hang out with your team. And I'm like, he's like, it's on me. I'll, I'll take care of it. I'm like, no, it's fine. We'll, we'll split. He's, he's like, no, 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 I insist. And then, but like, you know, when, when you offered, I was, you know, normally I, I just don't like, I don't like, splitting the bill. I, I'd rather just take care of it and just be done with it. But then when, when people like you offer people like John offer JP offer, I'm just, I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's really cool. Cause that is cool to know that these guys are in the same business making money. And I, they, if they wanted to, they could pay for this thing and it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a big deal, but I'm like, just to have more and more people in that position. So for as much as you guys like getting free stuff, I mean, it feels even better giving away free stuff to people that are maybe in need or people that you just want to appreciate, show some appreciation for. So you're, you're, a, you're a shining example of that, Marlon. So I, I appreciate it. Oh, thank you, bro. I mean, you showed us the way, you know, initially. And I, I don't I want to be that guy that, you know, hey, let's go do something and you pay for it all. Like, I just, 
don't think any of us <laughs> like people We've like had some that. Of those. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, all, we, all, we all got some of those in but our that, lives. That's but. a exactly. great sense of accomplishment, exactly. though, right? That's a great sense of accomplishment of being able to like, okay, I made it. Now I want other people to make it too. Yep. And this is where the opportunity of FFL can take us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Exactly. Yeah. So I can't wait till my people start offering to pay for shit. For stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, any final takeaways for, for people that are watching? Like why they, why should they should attend these events? Um, I think everybody, I think Darren said it best. Like these podcasts themselves here are free. Like, I don't know, like maybe they don't, agents don't know, but Albert, your, your team at least is doing a million a month. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just very simple. It's just very black and white. And, you know, I'll, I'll just keep it as simple as possible. Like if you're not making that much money, if your team is not making those kind of numbers, but you want to get to that kind of position, it's only, you know, it's only a smart thing to do to actually listen, just tune in and learn, you know? And that's one of the things for me that, you know, as again, as, as annoying as it may be initially to have to go and plan out and, and drive, like it's all worth it. Once you're there and, and you get, you know, around people that are hungry, you start, you know, you start getting passionate again, motivated again. You start learning new strategies. So for everybody that's watching, um, that's if you want to grow, if you want more, definitely attend, you know, the one nearest you or, you know, talk to the upline, find we don't have, I mean, you know, we don't have to wait till the next event. A lot of these leaders are willing to come on a Zoom with you. You know, you just got to reach out and talk to them. So uh, just go after it. Go after it and learn as much as you can. Cool. All right, man. Well, pre- appreciate having you on. Thank you, guys. Now. Yes, sir. All right. Great stuff. Are we finished with the, the man of the hour? Say the best for last, right? That that's the whole plan all along. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, speaking speaking of uh, speaking of the best, I mean. You're uh, you're six months in, and uh, you since you since you've been out here, you've been on live dials, you know, and you've been unmuting every single time, which I always think is like the best thing for a new agent. Like, so I mean, I I, I first of all, I want I want to give you props for for doing that. Thank you. Did Thank you, you did you do you ever get like self conscious or think like oh I don't want to unmute myself because what if I mess up? I mean, I still do right now, but I do it anyways because how else am I going to get better? I need the feedback, you know. Right. Um. But yeah. I am still nervous, you know, like, oh, did I say this right? Did I do this right? But, you know, listen to you guys, you guys mess up as well. Yeah. So, you know, it's nice to see that, you know, we're all the same. Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out because I mean, like, yeah, we, we all do mess up. Right. It's just, we don't care. JP's like, JP, I give JP props. I mean, like, he's like a bulldozer of not caring. Like, he's the most <laughs> callous man. <laughs> JP can get turned down, right. rejected. His same response. Let me ask you something. <laughs> okay. okay. We'll keep this going. We'll keep exactly. this presentation going, right. man. You don't want this plan? Let me ask you another plan. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it, like like Terrence, Terrence does the same thing. And there's a lot of people that, that do the same, but like JP for some reason, I don't like I always get a, I always crack up because I'm always like, this guy just like just plows right through any <laughs> anything. So that's pretty that's pretty hilarious. Yes. But but that's actually that's actually really good training for you to get direct training from because yes, absolutely. Yeah. Do you, do you see yourself improving in that area as far as not being not caring so much if a client tells you no or give you yeah, some Yeah, absolutely. I would say the first time I bought leads and I tried to, you know, follow my script, I screwed everything up and I wasn't on live dials. You know, I just would call JP asking, hey, did I say this right? Like, well, no, you did not say it right. Um, say it like this. 
Um, but you know, being on live dials has really helped me out. I see that. Yeah, absolutely. I see a huge difference. You know, confidence mm-hmm. has definitely grown over time. So, yes, Good. absolutely. It's, it's it's all it's all in the reps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, being consistent. Absolutely. You know, that's one thing I kind of struggled with at first. <clears throat> um, because I thought you know I'd be able to close every single lead I got. Yeah. <laughs> didn't happen <laughs> obviously um but yeah just having that confidence to know that you know if you get a no who cares just on to the next but you, i mean re- honestly you, you you did you have a little bit of a thought that you were gonna sell everyone initially yeah i mean i previously had sales experience over the phone so i'm like okay this, this, this can't be too hard yeah i was gonna ask you where did you get that idea from that you were gonna sell yeah. yeah so i worked for uh angie uh so a home improvement service company okay. so i would call con call contractors all day trying to get them work yeah and cold calling if i could do cold calling i could do this right okay okay completely different right now there's more emotion in this than there is calling a contractor so and did you have a high closing ratio doing that about 60 60 percent it wasn't bad okay and did you have a learning curve there or did you just pick it up immediately i mean i pretty much picked it up easy okay yeah so So that's a little bit of different industry yeah absolutely but did you have a question? Yeah. So are you going to be going uh, full-time or part-time now? Full-time. Awesome. Awesome. I'm, I'm all in. Nice. Yeah, I mean, these conferences are amazing. You know, just seeing these stories of these, these people who are just like me, who are succeeding, you know, it, it just gives you that confidence to know that you can be that person as well. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually really enjoyed um, Sam Hankey, number one, because I just like, really like the guy. Yeah, he's, he's, cool, he's a super nice guy. Yes. Uh, but he was up there. He was talking about the like phone phone objections and and how to how the rebuttals and all this stuff and how to set appointments, how to schedule everything out. I'm like, I've heard all this before from like Andrew Taylor and then from Trey and then from right. Stephen Yee and then from Joe Miller and then from so and so from Jack. Right. From so I'm like, I heard from all these people, but I'm like, see, I mean, this is why this is like this is more reinforcement that the thing, this thing just works because he's t- took everything that they taught and he's running it exactly. He's running the play and then he's getting results. Yeah. But the biggest thing is. The takeaway from from me, what he said is I'm dialing individually through my cell. No power dialers, 400 dials. That's my number one thing. Like if you have enough reps, you can't fail. The issue is some agents, you know, they do 10 dials, they get seven rejections. Call it a day. (laughs) That that was me at first. (laughs) We're going to take like a two hour lunch. Yeah, that's still that's still all of us at certain times, certain times. Right. Right. Yeah. So I'd have like. Four or five lunches during the day. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go get kicked out of top golf. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, what a night that was. <laughs> sounds, sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it, it was uh it was really great hanging out at Top Golf with everybody. Yeah. Like, you know, you're you're all the way on the other 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 side of the country right. for you to come out and just spend some time with everybody else. And not everyone's on they're not in your hierarchy, right? They're not your upline downline, but you got along famously with them. I mean, like, yeah, does is that doesn't that say something about the uh, environment of the people that you work with. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, I came out here to network, to grow. Like Bruce was saying, you know, talk to everybody. Right. And that's what I came out here to do. So so what did you pick up on? <clears throat> what was the biggest takeaway for you? I think for Bruce, you know, I really connected with that when, you know, he, well, he took the test five times. I mean, I passed my first, but yeah. look at him. He's doing a million plus a month in sales. You know, that says something, you know, and I really took that to heart. So. Now I plan to go back home, recruit as much as possible, network, and keep keep growing. Okay. So you're you're here with an open ended, you know, time frame, right? You, you... Yeah, I don't have a flight back yet. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So so what what are your goals before you before you go back? Like, what do you have like a certain target for something? 
Um, I want to get at least five to ten sales before I go back home. Okay. Cool. Well, we're, we're holding you that. So, I mean, I, right. I, I guess if you don't want to go back home, you can drag it out for as long as you like. <laughs> well, my well, girlfriend, my girlfriend probably won't be too happy. But, <laughs> but no, I, I told you, I'm I'm here. To, I come out here to work. I'm out here to grow. You know, personal development as well, and I'll figure this thing out. And that's what I'm here to do. Right. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm very I'm very happy that you got a chance to come out and, yes, and visit absolutely. the office. Come chance, chance to hang out with everybody else and spend some time together. Absolutely. And then for everyone that underestimates the importance of, uh, of relationships, I mean, like when you go through the ups and downs of this business, I mean, those relationships that you forge is what's going to keep you fighting through a little bit, a little bit longer. Cause if you're on, you're an Island, you come and you do this and then you've had a rough day. You had people cut you out on the phone, people that hang up on right. you, people that never pick up and you're just sick of their names. And then you get to the point where you're just like, I don't, I'm not going to do this anymore. But if you have other people around you, surrounding you that, that just tell you, you know, like I'm going through the same thing or you're on live dials together with them. It just hold you accountable just a little bit more so you can push through and eventually right. get to the other side where you can actually see that bit of success. Cause it's there. It's all there. It's the, it's there in front of all of you guys. It's just, you guys just need to keep the work going until you figure it out until you get that consistently. And then once you have that, you're unstoppable. Yeah. Keep getting the reps in, keep joining. The biggest thing is just being a part of the fire, you know, being bought in. Because the more you're bought in, the more you're going to hear the right things and the more, the faster you'll apply it. Right. But because, but if you're by yourself, you're making the mistakes, you have zero correction, you're going to do the same thing over and over again. Yep. So, depending on you, when you're going to break away from that to, to joining, listening to someone, asking questions, that's the number one thing. Ask anybody, anybody will tell you as honest as they can what they're doing correctly to put you in the right path to making money and being successful here. And just like as Marla stated earlier, some, sometimes you need the meeting, sometimes the meeting needs you. And we're all part of a bigger team. We're all part of a bigger community. So the, the thing is, like, just contribute any way that you can. Do your part. And then, you know, somehow, some way that'll come back around to you. They'll, you'll be able to receive the help that you need. So let's, uh, let's, let's go and apply all this great information that all these guys shared. I mean, it was, it was tons of great stuff. Uh, if you guys weren't there at this time and there's going to be one coming up in the fall, there's also other, other events. So just reach out to your upline, just stay connected to somebody, continue to put in that work and let's go out there and be elite guys. Right. Appreciate y'all. Have a good one. Hope you guys enjoyed the video. Thank you guys once again for supporting. If you guys want to see more of that, please make sure you like, subscribe, uh, click on this link here to subscribe, click on this link for the next video.